Hey everyone, I'm back. Yeah, I took a long extended break. Uh, I missed Friday, I missed Monday, but it's no excuse. I went away. Uh, I actually went away for the weekend and we came back last night. So Friday was just, I got tied up doing some things and getting ready to go. And we left late Friday night and uh, we got back and we got back Tuesday night, last night. And it was kind of a good break. We were down in Pismo. And while I was there, it's really funny. I mean, I came up with something that I really thought of as a good topic for the show. And basically, what it was was about dilemmas. Not dilemmas, but dilemmas. Things that we go through. Choices we make. Things that happen. And we have to make a decision. Maybe right away. Maybe an hour or two later, maybe a couple of days, maybe a month later, it depends. But the thing is, what happens during that period when the dilemma comes up? How does your brain work? What does your brain start doing? Mine starts ticking off all the possibilities of the dilemma, how it'll affect this, how it'll affect that. It's not just playing devil's advocate, it's playing every side. And it gets confusing, and it gets... Sometimes I get anxiety. I should say all the time. Uh, I don't think I've ever been in a position where there was a dilemma where I didn't get anxiety. Because my brain is pumping all of these things, all of these ideas, all these ways to solve the dilemma for the best result. And that's the thing. Aren't we always looking for the best result when we're trying to solve a dilemma? We're thinking we need to do this. We need to do that. This is what we have to do. We want this or we want that. So to do this dilemma, we got to change this. We got to change that. All of a sudden, that dilemma is occupying our mind and our brain is running as fast as it can to feed us all of these answers that we probably really don't need. But that's what our brain does. It, it knows that we're in a dilemma and it's trying to help us get out of it because we're getting frustrated. We're trying to solve a dilemma. And sometimes the dilemma is dumped on you. Sometimes a dilemma, and it was this weekend that there was a dilemma that came up that I put it to Patty and Andrew, our son, that they had to make a decision and the decision wasn't working the right way. It wasn't... It, I mean, my thing was, I will do solve the problem, but you have to tell me how to solve it. You have to tell me what you want. Sorry, I got interrupted there for a moment. The grandkids came in the back door. I didn't even know they were out. Anyways, so I was put in a, in a spot where they were trying to make a decision on something that I end up having to deal with, and I end up having to be the vocal person. But... You know, my I'm trying not to play. I'm not trying to put my two cents into it because it's their decision. It's their real dilemma, not mine, but it becomes mine. And that's where it gets really confusing because I have a different set of guidelines that are my, would my, the way I would solve that dilemma. But I don't want to be the one solving it because it isn't my position. I can be the vocal person that has to make the announcement or whatever, but I don't want to be the, the solver of that dilemma. But here's the thing, because they're talking and they're going back and forth, 
my head is spinning. My brain is going. And I'm listening to Patty. I'm listening to Andrew. And I'm trying to figure out where they're at. And that's what a lot of, I know a lot of people I've talked to with ADHD. And when you're dealing with a dilemma with other people and maybe it's at work and two parties are talking and they're kind of brought into it. That's what happens. Your brain starts looking at the potential of what can, how it can be solved. And that dilemma takes over your brain, takes over your whole being. And even if it's not your dilemma, you get anxiety because your brain is working it. So I don't have a solution because to me, as always, everyone has to figure something out. I mean, I've figured certain things out, but they're not great. I try to, I try to go into a, you know, a, uh, I'll use my, uh, what do you call it? Daydreaming skills, <laughs> avoiding skills, whatever, you know, uh, visual techniques. I, I'll try them. And the visual stuff works up to a point. But when you're personally involved, sometimes that visual technique doesn't take hold. And when you got two people kind of going back and forth and you're trying to listen real intently on what they're saying, that's when I use my visual skills to kind of like block everything else out and just hear those two voices or three voices, whatever it is. And I listen intently. And I can do that with my eyes open. I can be staring. I can be looking at each one, but I'm visually looking at something else. And my, my brain will be attentive to those voices. That's all I hear. I can block everything out. But... Then again, my brain gets flooded with anxiety because of all of what's going on. And in the end, it's not my dilemma, but it's been brought to me. So have you ever run into that? Have you ever been in a position where a dilemma that really isn't your dilemma, but it's been put in your, kind of in your lap to hear, to think about, to maybe feed some information to the group, input, whatever it may be. Maybe you have to make the final decision. But it doesn't start out as your dilemma. It's just brought to you. It's put on the table and you're hearing sides, three sides, two sides, one side, whatever. And they're looking, they're not asking you for an answer. What they're doing is they're, they're arguing their dilemma in front of you. But you're going to be the one that has to deliver the results. It's kind of crazy. You guys have a great Wednesday. I promise I will be here Friday. And you take care. This is Mark. And this is the ADHD Creative, which I forgot to say at the beginning of the show because I was so excited about getting this podcast out. Remember that, the ADHD Creative. You guys take care, okay?